PM board bombs. Now, here's doctors Iltafat Hussein and Blake Briggs. Welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast where we make board studying more fun. This is a rapid fire one that we're doing. You're headed to, where is it? England? I am headed to shift. And we're going to go ahead and get this thing started. Let's cut through all the stuff. Go to emboardbombs.com. Subscribe. Like us. We have quizzes there. It's wonderful. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Let's get started. (laughs) Biltafat, if you haven't noticed, drank at least three espressos. (laughs) I do have a pre-shift ritual of, you know, two shots of espresso. Get the caffeine going. Get in there 20 minutes ahead of time. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Getting started. Ready, Dr. Briggs? I've been ready. All right. All right. (laughs) Staring in disbelief. (laughs) A 67-year-old female is brought in by EMS for altered mental status. EMS states that family had just returned into town and found the patient at home. The patient keeps repeating to family, perseverating, essentially, ice, ice, baby, with a rhythmic tune, apparently. They understand she's an avid Vanilla Ice fan and attributed this to her fandom. However, they did check her temperature, and it was 94 degrees Fahrenheit. When asked if she was complying with any medications, family had Bedside showed a recent Snapchat photo of her dumping her meds down the toilet saying ice, ice, baby, hashtag ice, ice, baby. She recently started taking armor thyroid instead. Which of the following is true? A, the degree of hypothermia is directly related to prognosis. B, hypernatremia is a common lab abnormality. C, free T4 is not as sensitive as TSH in diagnosis. D, younger patients have a worse prognosis. What's the correct answer, Dr. Briggs? Correct answer here is going to be A, the degree of hypothermia is directly related to prognosis. Guess what we're talking about today? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is a little bit of severe hypothyroidism. Possibly. Which is really <laughs> ironic because of how fast and how hyper we are today. <laughs> that is true. That <laughs> we is were true. talking about mixing You're coma. excited to go to England. I'm, I'm excited, excited to go on shift. I do actually get hype uh, before shift. It's I'm going to fun. the annual uh, EM Board Bombs conference. Fantastic. Yeah. Population one. <laughs> Future dreams. Future dreams. What is it called? Goals. Hashtag goals. Goals. So what's the most common demographic here? This is going to be elderly women. And so in severe hyperthyroidism, we're talking about somnolence, hypothermia, decreased metabolic state. It's very rare in general, actually. Some people go their whole career and they never find it. Right. But you cannot miss this case either. And that's why the boards love it. The boards are not going to present you with some young female here. It's going to be that demographic Mm -hmm. of older female. Absolutely. And this is a high mortality as we'll we'll talk about. So just like Thyroid Storm, which you can see our website, our handout we produced about two weeks ago on Thyroid Storm. Love it. I love the infograph. If you have not seen the hurricane infograph of Thyroid Storm, it is The proptotic eye. The proptotic eye was fantastic. (laughs) Continuing. That's like Thyroid Storm most commonly it's precipitated by some acute event so it's not so much like hey this is our first time having hypothyroidism they've had signs for months it's actually because they've been on hypothyroid meds and then some type of acute stressful events happen these are either uh, poorly controlled hypothyroid patients or they've had some severe infection or recent surgery and their medications weren't changed at all to adjust for that it's a classic you know decompensating stressful event oftentimes even on board questions i've seen the precipitating event being like a burn or a yes, fire. So yes. it's, they're trying to get you to think, oh, this is some sort of inhalation type of injury, where in reality, they're trying to get you to see that, right. you know, right. it's actually... It's ICU patients, state. especially. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm just going to read off a few things. We'll go into detail. Great. Hypotension, bradycardia, hypoventilation, 
hyponatremia, and hypoglycemia. A lot of hypos there, aren't there? Right. So the key things on board that they're going to try to get you on is going to be the bradycardia, the hyponatremia, and the hypoglycemia. Absolutely. The hypoventilation is going to be out there. The hypotension even, they're going to try to get you to deviate from it. But I think, remember, there's three things, the bradycardia, hyponatremia, and hypoglycemia. Mm -hmm. What are the physical exam findings that are pretty classic for hypothyroidism? Sure, it's everything that these. you learned in right. med school, yeah. right? Puffiness of the hands and face, thick nose, swollen lips, and large tongue, non-pitting leg edema. And non-pitting leg edema, that's secondary to abnormal deposits of albumin. And you're having some free space, uh, you know, abnormalities happening there, some third spacing happening there. You Mix would, edema. You would say it's... Oh, damn it. Maybe too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it would be non-pitting edema. That's key. It's not sure. pitting edema. Right, right. That's a classic thing. Right. You're also going to have coarse hair, uh, brittle nails, uh, vitiligo. Right. Alopecia. Right. But again, for boards, they're not going to really be focusing in mm -hmm. on a lot of these uh, physical exam findings mm -hmm. because they know that would give it away. Mm -hmm. They know that even mm -hmm. as a med student, you learn all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Neuro-wise, these patients are not often in a coma. I know we call it mixed edema coma. They're actually more just lethargic or obtunded. Right. That's an English obtunded. word. Obtunded. Yes. Old English word. Kind of like, uh, we should be saying oedema. <laughs> Since I'm going there next week. Moving on. So lab abnormalities, what's the most common lab abnormality we see? Hyponatremia. 50% of patients have this. That's contributing to altered mm -hmm. mental status. But mm -hmm. again, the boards are going to try to get you because they're going to make it seem like, oh, you figured it out. Hyponatremia was the whole reasoning behind this patient's altered mental status, whereas it was not. It was really the mixed team. Surprise. Surprise. So other things that can be found out here that are that are only high yield just because they're going to put this in the answer choice. Sure. High cholesterol. So hypercholesterolemia, that's high risk for stroke and MI. Um, hypothermia, as we already know. This is one of the answer choices. This is the correct answer. This is directly related to mortality. The lower the temperature, the worse prognosis these patients have. Hypoventilation, we talked about earlier. These patients will probably need early intubation. Um, obviously, if you have an obtunded, hypotensive patient rolling in, you should already be thinking about airway management. Here's an interesting thing, though. Airway management is often complicated by the mixed edema airway swelling, too. So keep that in mind as your airway approaches. This isn't always going to be an easy airway. Remember, these are elderly females. A lot of them are elderly patients in general. So um, you have to be cautious in terms of airway management. Hypotension, this is probably the key confounding variable, right? When these patients come in lethargic hypotension, the average doctor is going to say, oh, sepsis, uh, exactly. Order set, sepsis bundle, right. ICU admission, done. done. And the patients will die in two days. Exactly. Or even less. Or within a few hours. Within a few hours, yeah. This is directly related to cardiac output from um, the hypothyroidism. However, you can't roll out infection, right? And also, there's been cases of pericardial effusions happening. So putting a probe on the heart, but not letting that interfere with you ordering the right medications for these patients, which we're going to get to in a second. One more thing, diagnostically, um, getting EKG is going to show basically your hypothermic pattern. You're going to have some ischemic patterns like deep T-wave inversions. Um, and then generally every interval is going to be prolonged. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Slow. <laughs> this, everything's slowed down. I'm not being honest. So like everything you yeah. look, prolonged QT, uh, prolonged PR in general, yeah. you're going to have a lot of just prolonged slowing intervals. How do we diagnose this thing? Any patient <laughs> with depressed mental state with hypothermia. Again, there are no validated scoring tools that can be used for this, so it's a mixture of different things. TSH, free T4, cortisol. Always get that free T4 with TSH. TSH can be normal in central hypothyroidism versus primary, but again, hypothyroidism is where it's high. Yeah, and just keep that in mind. You know, uh, The reason that uh, Dr. Hussain is saying that is because if you just rely on your TSH and that's it, 
Yeah. And you get it back, and it's normal. You may ignore hypothyroidism, but remember that other causes of hypothyroidism, meaning the causes from the hypothalamus or from the HPA axis, all central that stuff. Central hypothyroidism. Yeah, central hypothyroidism. You're going to have a normal TSH in that case, but if you've got a T free T4, it's going to be drastically low. So we're talking about all of this stuff in terms of trying to figure out what's going on, but what is the treatment here? Yeah, the treatment is Armour Thyroid, over-the-counter. <laughs> from pig, Crushed up. From pig thyroid. Chopped Put it to yeah. LR, which we love. <laughs> <laughs> Titrate to effect. So really, here's a big deal. Uh, you need to give thyroid hormone. <laughs> yes. yes. So here's interesting, though, not just T4. And the test is going to throw this curveball your right. way. You're going to give levothyroxine, which is T4, and then lyothyroxine. Lyo. Or in England, Leo. A.K.A. T3. T3, yeah. T3 is more rapid onset. They could test you with this too. Less likely, but just know that. T3 is the more active form of thyroid hormone. You're obviously doing IV dosing. And of course, there's this minor risk of propagating arrhythmias, propagating MI, but you know what? Patient's going to die. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to so go give that high dose. Yes. And then you're going to send them to the ICU. So here's one more thing they could test you on. You need to give these people steroids. Why? Why, yes. Dr. Hussein? Why? So why? the corticoids, again, think about it. It's... It, until adrenal insufficiency is adequately ruled out, you need to be giving them steroids. Hydrocortisol is going to be one of the answer choices. Stress dose well. steroids. Stress dose steroids. That's absolutely critical. And then, of course, your general good critical care management, which is passive rewarming with warm blankets. Not Don't get too aggressive here. Too or aggressive. isotonic fluids. Um, staying away from the hypotonic fluids, right, because they're already right. hyponatremic. And you're not giving these people aggressive loads of hypertonic saline. That is right. not the precipitating problem here. The nope. precipitating problem is the hypothyroidism. Exactly. I think that's really critical yeah. to understand here is making that distinction of I need to give this patient IV T3 is going to be critical along with the steroids. These are going to be at least uh, two or three questions that you're going to be faced mm -hmm. on the boards. And if you know some of those key things that we talked about, if you can summarize, especially the onset and what the patient's vital signs are going to be doing, along with treatment modalities for this, especially the free T4 steroids, you're going to get at least two or three questions right. And it's going to help you with oral boards as well. What's the last thing we're going to give with this bundle here with general management? General management here, you know, again, um, early antibiotics. Uh, that's important, mm -hmm. right? But I don't think they're going to necessarily test you on that. But yeah, uh, in real life, in keep real that life, in mind. Keep yeah. that in mind. Uh, prognosis is pretty bad. It's thirty to fifty percent <laughs> mortality, poor. right? Pretty suboptimal, and a lot of it is not recognizing this early enough, right? So these patients already have poor cardiac output. You're being really aggressive with getting airway management. Cardiac output drops. The patient dies again. Trying to recognize very early on that hey, this is someone who's free T3 is going to come back horrible. Their TSH might appear normal. So a lot of these key pearls are what you need to know. Can you summarize some of those key pearls? Absolutely. So remember in severe hypothyroidism, most common demographic is going to be elderly females. Remember that our key findings are going to be hypotension, bradycardia, hypoventilation, hypoglycemia, hyponatremia, hypercholesterolemia. Remember that hypothermia is directly related to mortality. The lower the temperature, the worse prognosis. We think about early intubation for these patients. We think about addressing their hyponatremia, not too aggressively, because that's not the cause of their ultramental status, but with isotonic fluids. We talk about getting a free T4 and TSH level, because remember, TSH can be normal in about 5 to 10% of our hypothyroidism patients, depending on the cause. And then thyroid hormone replacement very early with IV T4 and IV T3. Glucocorticoids should also be given stress dose steroids, because one, we haven't ruled out adrenal insufficiency in these patients. Two, it could also be helpful if they have severe sepsis. Remember, stress dose steroids can be one of our routes of helping hemodynamics. Don't be too afraid to be starting 
pressors as well. But classically in these questions, vasopressors are not going to increase their pressure. Only thyroid hormone will. Passive rewarming is important along with early antibiotics. All right, and that's another bomb delivered. Remember to sign up on our website, EM Board Bombs, for future episodes, new content, updates. Again, that's emboardbombs.com. It's totally free to sign up. It's no cost to you at all. The benefit is knowing, obviously, when new episodes come up, new handouts, new podcast episodes, when new quizzes are added. Remember that as an email subscriber, you get exclusive updates when these things come out. And so you know to stay up to date. Find us on Twitter. Our handle's at emboardbombs. We are nearing 1,000 followers. Find us on Instagram as well, another rapidly growing sector of our operation. Please drop us an app review. These are extremely helpful. We would greatly appreciate it. Big shout out today to Archie Red on iTunes, writing a great review for us, five out of five stars. Uh, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And thanks for this topic idea. Uh, we love talking about thyroid stuff, so we appreciate the shout out. That was your idea to talk about thyroid disorders. Um, thyroid storm is talked about in the handout we covered two weeks ago, as mentioned by Dr. Hussein, and then today, of course, myxedema coma. And for those of you on iTunes that have dropped other topic ideas, we really appreciate it. We promise you we'll get to them. We always have. Um, we have these ideas weeks planned out ahead of time, and so when we add it to the list, we promise we will get to it. So thanks again, Archie Red. Uh, thanks for the great review. Thanks for listening. Thank you to all of our supporters. Keep dropping those Apple reviews. We promise we will get to those topics and add them to our list. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.